2: host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Alright, welcome
3: to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Ralph Marlborough. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelicans. 2572, Baton Rouge, City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. They have a 50-foot TV. They have 136 draft beers. Andrew, LSU isn't going to the NCAA tournament. They're going to the NIT.
0: They we, could win the SEC tournament.
3: Yeah, and I could uh, win the lottery tomorrow, too.
0: Yeah.
3: And, uh, anything's possible. So the Pelican House, go there, drown your sorrows in the NIT. LSU Spring Football's coming up, baseball's there. Uh, They're awesome. The Pelican House, go there, you know, they're, they're awesome. 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you should support them because they support us. All right, we have a special guest. He's been on before, but tonight we're having him on because he maybe had the biggest win of an American tennis player since I don't know when. He's Ryan Harrison, and he's back on because Andrew... This is big. He, he, he's a crazy Saints fan, of course, but we'll get to that. But take it away, Andrew. This was, this was like, a big, like a big, huge tennis win. I saw it on the ticker at ESPN. It was big. That's how I knew.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: it, you know, I think it, it's obvious that the connection of him coming on the podcast and then immediately several months later having this win, it's a direct correlation, direct. obviously. Direct. But um, I, I want to put this in proper context. Uh, because Marin Cilic, who is currently – I mean former U.S. Open champion, is currently number twelve in the world. L- he literally, Ralph, had twenty-six wins in a row against Americans. Dude, he rolls twenty-six. Ama- Six. He that rolls includes, American players. He rolls that them. includes five and zero against John Isner, yeah, a top ten player. That includes two and zero against Andy Roddick, former number one. Yeah, it includes I believe four and zero against Marty Fish. Yeah former top 10 player no american he hasn't lost to an american i believe since 2009 against james blake until ryan harrison just did it a couple weeks ago in mexico so uh ryan basically you you just defended your country's honor um (laughs) what do you have to say for yourself
4: well first of all thanks a lot for having me back on i'm really excited to be back on tonight um You know, obviously it was a huge win for me. Um, I'm 23, about to turn 24. To pick up a win like that in, uh, you know, what are still like the early to mid stages of my career, um, it's a big confidence boost to know like, okay, that's a big time player. The guy won the U.S. Open two years ago. um, Obviously had that streak against the American guys you're talking about. And to pick up a win like that, um, it just gives me a lot of confidence moving forward. You know, I'm I'm going into the next couple tournaments here, and I'm feeling good. You know, Ryan, I, you, your your belief is is high.
3: Well, Ryan, when did you know as you're playing him? When did you When did you feel like, i this is This is really happening. I, not only can I win, I'm gonna beat him. Mm-hmm. when did when well, did that sort of happen in the match
4: well it was a third set match you know for those of you who don't know the scoring system in tennis it's two out of three sets you play an entire set you can win that however bad you win it doesn't matter you start at 0-0 again in the second set and that's where it's kind of tricky because the the lead that you built from the first set it doesn't correlate into any sort of advantage going into the second set you just win mm-hmm. the first set so i win the first set i'm playing well And then, you know, kind of like watching a really great, great football quarterback start getting on a roll, start completing five, six passes in a row, that kind of started happening to me in the second set. The guy starts playing really well, starts playing that top-class tennis that he's demonstrated on multiple occasions. And at that point, you know – obviously you approach it like you would in any situation where a a great athlete gets rolling um you weather the storm as best you can you really focus in on the things that you were doing to be successful early you don't get in awe of the situation of what they're doing and you try to weather it as best you can well come to you know come to find out he wins the second set we start again at 0-0 in the third set and so i had a really good reflective moment there and i just said look to start this third set here, I cannot let him outmatch me from an energy standpoint. He's starting to play well, um, kind of like we talked about with the Saints' defense, you know, yeah. midway through last year. You've got to fake it at times <laughs> it's not going well, you know. You got to They show couldn't them. even fake it. They yeah, well, that's, that's the idea, anyways. You know, show the show the faking confidence and show that that sort of energy. Um, and you know, I was able to do that. You know, kind of kind of get the energy level up, even though my level hadn't quite uh, matched where my energy was but then after that happened i was able to raise my level along with you know my energy and then get ahead and from then once i got a lead in the third set then it was just about staying in the moment play it one moment at a time one point at a time and complete this you know don't get ahead don't start thinking about you know match point before you're was on the crowd date. was the crowd totally with you The crowd was totally with me because I had a really good run at that tournament last year. Um, And so I had some good, good support from the from the crowd down there because, uh, you know, I was able to gain some fans down there last year. And then,
0: you know, Louisiana is
4: not that far from Mexico. (laughs) Hey, it's it's a lot closer than Croatia. I'll tell you that. So it it, it was a little bit uh, more from a distance standpoint, definitely in my favor. But, um you know, I was just excited to, to get that how much does or, the crowd
3: help how grind how much does the crowd help in tennis in the sense of you know during football you'll watch a game mm-hmm. and you'll be like that especially like for the take the n f c championship game where mm-hmm. Arizona you could look at Carson Palmer and you're like that
4: dude is shook mm-hmm.
3: so mm-hmm. how does it affect how does it affect you in tennis when when the crowd is with you or against you?
4: Well, the biggest thing that crowd does is they affect adrenaline and adrenaline that you have out there um you know, when, when, you're, when you have adrenaline rushes and you have this sort of uh, confidence from whatever adrenaline source that you're getting, uh, things feel easier. You don't feel as tired. You don't feel as nervous. You don't feel anything but confidence out there. That's a sort of like home court advantage feeling that you have when you have a lot of support behind you. So you're out there. And you got this syndrome going where you feel like your chest is bigger than a a brick wall, you know, and you feel invincible for that moment. And then you do something great and the crowd gets real fired up and then you're just your energy just just responds and you just keep going and you try to capture that momentum. For as long as you possibly can you know any time that you're watching a sport as a spectator and then i know ralph you like to make the occasional <laughs> bet on the game just like i, I like do gamble. you know yeah. you feel these momentum swings going and you're just like you know you want to throw your phone against the wall at times when they're going bad and then in good times you, you feel like you know how can i not make up every bet in a row you know so we all understand that sort of feeling but you feel these momentum swings and the ways to to play with them is to try and fake those sorts of energy rushes that I was talking about. Because if not, you know what, they can last for extended periods of time, but at the highest level of sports, um, you have to try and and match
2: that intensity. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed
4: as much as you can, and not just match the intensity, but know the right moments to, to raise. You know, that's well, the, that's I the hope key. Bobby
0: Richardson is listening to this right now. <laughs> well, well, hey, we've got to get a couple more tennis questions in real quick, Ryan, because mm-hmm. I know uh, I know some of your fans are probably going to listen to this, and uh, we don't want to bore them with Saints talking. <laughs> you, so we'll, we'll, we'll get them in quick, and then we'll mm-hmm. go, go to Saints. But uh, real quick, I want to give you personally a shout-out. The win over over Chilich Mm -hmm. was huge, but it wasn't even the biggest news, uh, in your Mm -hmm. life in the last month or so. Mm -hmm. Um, you, so Lauren, uh, who has been your girlfriend for a long time now, fiance, Mm -hmm. you just proposed to her. So congrats there. Thank you very Um, much. You know, in football terms, I I would relate it to out kicking your coverage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) And that that was 100% the plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, she, she's, uh, you know, kind of the total package of, of, beauty and intelligence and she's a very kind person and Mm -hmm. ralph i guess you know a little something right about out kicking your cousin? yeah i do yeah Yeah. um but congratulations (laughs) Um, thank you very much it's it's a long time coming
4: Mm -hmm. well it's great i mean to you know the the swings in in sports are so heavy you know one week you can feel like you're, you're on top of the world the next week you can feel like uh you know what things are awful i mean even last week after i beat the guy chilich uh within 24 hours i'm back on the court i lose a three hour and 15 minute match seven six in the third in a match that i was up four three serving in the third and that's a 24 hour stretch right there that you go from all right I'm, i'm feeling great to a little bit of a you know a crushing disappointment feeling but having stability in your life is huge you know and and that was uh one of the things that i started to realize as our relationship started to grow into a very serious one that you know what like Having that stability of someone that can support you and love you and care about you, um, you see it a lot. You know, you see people with off-the-field issues. I know that, you know, the NFL has had its its fair share of off-the-field issues in the last, uh, you know, couple months and last season. Um The people around that you see being the most successful are usually the people with very, very stable progressions in their life. You see people who have a a plan, and every day, it's not the exact same, but you know what? You have the same sort of mentality and outlook on every day.
0: Drew Brees talks about it a lot. Are you you saying that Lauren is not like the entourage that Junior Gallette has? I'm saying exactly that
4: exactly that. I mean when you talk about a poster boy of what you do not want to do with your personal life i would I would say that uh, he can take that out and, and and just go ahead and take that title down, especially because because his uh recent little rant post that I've seen a couple couple times on social media that uh, you know I obviously wasn't very excited about as a saints fan, so he's not on my uh, on my good list.
0: Your Christmas card list. Well, yeah, we're, also, exactly. we're so we're big on on breaking news and I, I haven't really seen this out there in the tennis world and yeah. I, i've been i've been holding this close to the vest for a while mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. you know, obviously, usually we try to break Saints news, which we always fail at doing we thanks do. to our yeah. medi- mediocre host, We <laughs> Me <too>. um, but <laughs> the timing of the show, <laughs> Yes, but, um, Ryan, um, kind of big news that that's not fully out there yet. I don't think is that, yeah. and I'll, I'll let you kind of say it, but, um, you know, you have a former top 10 player in the world, uh, mm-hmm. that is now your coach. Um, and mm-hmm. can, can you kind of just talk about that for a sec?
4: Yeah, you know, I I wanted to find a situation um, in a coaching standpoint that gave me a combination of experience and a combination of dedication. Because you have to have the sort of dedication on a day-in and day-out basis that someone's going to be able to go through the trenches with you on a daily basis and literally just be, like I talked about from a personal standpoint, another piece of that is your coaching situation. That has to be very stable, and you have to have a a lot of stability. Well, we were talking about going in this year. It's really hard to get a former top 10 player who can do 40 weeks a year. Most of them have made a significant amount of money, are very successful. And the most important thing is that in order to be a top 10 player, you usually spend 15 15 plus years of your life traveling 35 weeks yourself. So you don't ideally want to go back out for another 35 or 40 weeks, uh, especially right away. But I was able to get into a very fortunate situation where I was able to get Marty Fish, former top 10 player, guy that I've played against four times as a player, always regarded as one of the most intelligent players out there because with a game that was a combination of skill and finesse and touch, he, he was able to use his smarts out there to break down players and not just a pure talent sort of thing where he just ran people off the court. He's obviously very talented to be top ten in the world, but also a great workhorse. And so I was able to get him on board to be able to do a lot of weeks with me. Um, I think he's going to do 15 weeks or 20 weeks or so a year. and then we were able to find a guy who, and we were able to find a guy working at UCLA as a, as one of their assistants for their tennis team, a guy who, was big college was a really really good college player and is now one of those guys who is is just their high energy guy, going to be with me every week and can kind of um, be there 40 weeks a year. So I, I have a tag team coaching situation with Marty Fish being kind of what you would call a head coach and my guy's name is Ricketts the, Villers, the guy who can be there 40 weeks a year and just kind of uh be a rock in a, in a daily basis and so it's been a great great process so far i mean the improvement that i've seen in my last two or three months of my game obviously leading up to that when i had last week has been it, it wasn't just like i started playing well the day before that match mm-hmm. so it's been a lot of work that, that goes into it
3: so Ryan, one last thing, and then we'll
0: get to saints mm-hmm. what's
3: your what is your sort of expectations or goals for 2016 well it, for,
0: well hold on before he answers that, I just want to say since the last time he's been on he's gotten engaged he's got Marty fish mm-hmm. as a coach and he's beaten chilich mm-hmm. so uh, I mean winning the u s open is that next? yeah ryan so i'm going to ask you the question
3: that I asked a bunch of people on twitter they got some people got angry um, but here it is so you can if I told you you can only add two free agent starters for the Saints. So you, they can be solid, above-average starters. You don't have to give me players, but give me two positions that you add.
4: Well, I think we've got to go with somebody else on, on the offensive line. You know, I think Breeze is obviously surgical with his, uh, with his targets. You know, we lost Colston, but I think that we have enough talent on a receiving core that we can have a lot of guys that can be very productive if Breeze has the time to operate that we all know he can operate very well with. So I think we add somebody on the line, probably a guard would be my guess, um, and then go with someone on the defensive line that can apply pressure, kind of a big sack guy who can really get off the edge and and really get to pressuring the quarterbacks and getting there. Obviously we don't want guys having really, really a lot of time to sit back and sit in the pocket and find guys all day. So our secondary will improve if we have a defensive line that can cut down the amount of time that some of these quarterbacks have against us.
3: What's a move in free agency? And me and Andrew were talking about this today mm-hmm. via text. What's a move in free agency where you, if they did it, you would go, "God, dang it! I can't believe they did that. I didn't want them to do that. Why are they doing that?"
4: Mm-hmm. I would. I'd be a little disappointed if um shoot golly, it's tough to say because i I don't want them to go after another another big uh you know a big signing like at safety or something like that like we did with jarius bird and and kind of like a a big target like that, I'd like to see some of these guys like delvin bro who started playing better at the end of the year, yeah. you know Kenny Vaccaro, some of those players in in the secondary who have started to really start you know looking like they can be really solid solid starters for us and really good guys. I want to see them have a really good chance to play their positions and I want to see if we can add someone on that defensive front line and and, and take the time down.
0: Yeah I mean Ryan kind of touched on something just now that we've been talking about Ralph which is you wonder about the Saints learning from their mistakes and, and the heavy investments in, in, in free agency that you know, haven't I, worked out, I, Brown I, or Spiller.
3: I pinned a tweet as a sort of a joke, but it is pretty serious, and, and it de- deals with the draft, but it could also be for free agency. I, I pinned the tweet, and I said, repeat after me. There is no player worth trading up for for the Saints, mm-hmm. and I believe that in free there's no, there – there is no one player that can make a huge – difference for the Saints. I don't care who it is in free agency, because they need so many guys on all the levels. You can pick any guy you want. The best free agent defensive player, Ryan, you could mm. pick it. They could sign him, and I don't think he'll make that much difference. They need multiple
0: guys. They need bodies. They yeah. need depth. Yeah,
4: yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm excited about Dennis Allen, too. You know, I, I want to see... Um, how his system starts to, starts to implement, especially with the full off season training camp and everything moving forward. I want to see what he can do because there were some things that I was really encouraged about toward the end of the season that really, you know, I, I was excited to see. You know, I felt I felt our defense was playing I felt better like, at times.
3: I felt like their defense at the end with Dennis Allen. It wasn't so much that it was huge amounts better because it really wasn't, but I mm-hmm. felt like there was less chaos with their mm-hmm. defense i felt like they had a better grasp and they were better organized and mm-hmm. with with rob ryan it was almost like it would collapse you you it would collapse at any moment and it, it just felt like they didn't know what they were doing at least with dennis allen at times against tampa bay for stretches and against atlanta the last game you were like Oh wow! They they, they mm-hmm. have a plan. They're actually doing it. You yeah. felt good about it. with Rob, Rob Ryan the last two years. I felt like at times they
4: there's no rhyme
0: lost, or reason. Lost in the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the
4: problem is, is when you get like a big rah rah guy like that. When things are going great, it's awesome. You know, everyone loves him, and he's a player's guy, and mm-hmm. everybody's really, really behind him, and you know, lots of energy, and bring anybody on, and all that mm-hmm. sort of mentality. But then when it goes bad you've got someone who's kind of put their own foot in their mouth, you know, it becomes a target, you know, for especially for social media, for anyone who's looking to blame someone, the one who's been the most outspoken is going to be the guy you point the finger at because he's the one who's kind of really set the expectation. So then when we have the last two seasons that we had, he becomes a very easy target because he set himself up, especially after having the, the defensive year that we had his first year, I believe, where we got – uh, our fourth, uh, was it the fourth best defense that we had in, the, yeah. in that first year? So we had a great first year. It set the, set the bar really high. We were all fired up about it. And then it just got to the point where once we, you know, we had some free agent acquisitions that didn't work out the way we expected it to, you know, his mentality of that rah-rah mentality stayed, stayed the same, and then the expectation was still high from us, and, and we weren't, able to ultimately get away from that chaos I don't even like we talked about. I
3: don't even know if Saints fans have high expectations on defense. We just, well, want, we just want, like, we're just like, could you be 20th? You
5: know, <laughs> you know I mean, great? I don't
4: feel like we have that high of a bar that's to cross. But, did, I, mean, I mean, obviously, I was a huge, huge excited person for, uh, you know, very, very big on Peyton Manning winning his last Super Bowl there, you know, but I would rather watch a Saints game any day of the week, not just because I'm a Saints fan, but from the excitement factor. I mean, guys are scoring touchdowns. The only they're, team they're, that, know.
3: the only team, the only fans that love good
0: defense
3: are when that's how their team wins. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. else likes offense, and I yeah. can tell you, yeah, Jim, the
0: passive fan doesn't like watching it. No, the, yeah. the Saints.
3: Look, Jim Mora, the Saints, the Dome Patrol. It was great. Yeah, but come on, it was watching a 17 to 10 win. Isn't as fun as watching the Saints beat the Giants fifty-two to forty-nine. It's just not. For sure. Well, but
4: but watching for me, I'm in Memphis, and I'm watching. We have a Super Bowl party, and we got guys coming from all over the world. And I'm telling them, hey, you know, I got friends from Australia, I got friends from Great Britain, I got friends from Canada, all sitting over there, and they're like all fired up. You know, it's the Super Bowl. Okay, we're really going to get behind the NFL now because we're over here and we're going to watch the Super Bowl. (laughs) And at halftime, the guys are like. Dude, this sucks. Like, this is awful. You know, like I, I haven't seen one <laughs> awesome play. You know, I, yeah. I, I was watching highlights of Odell Beckham for the last two years. When what am I going to see <laughs> something like that? You know.
3: Oh my goodness. So Ryan, I guess before we, before we let you go, wait, I, well, wait, wait. Okay. What do
0: you think of Scobie? He's from your neck. Of the oh way. yeah, Scobie. <laughs> Scooby Doo. Sorry, say that one more time. Scobie, the kicker. Uh, so the Saints just said uh, he, he was out of Louisiana Tech and he kicked oh, for yeah. years with the Jaguars.
4: Yeah, I mean, he was obviously very solid. I mean, he he's let, let's be realistic here. We had a we had a revolving kicker situation that just finding someone that was going to make extra points on a consistent basis was going to be a great starting point for us. You know, getting to that
3: point. They're where, on kicker number eleven in the yeah, Sean I Payton mean, era. It,
4: it's it's been great. I wanna see someone get that job and I I wanna have the confident feeling that when I'm watching Saints games next year, when we get inside the thirty, I wanna know that we're making that nine out of ten times. Okay. <laughs> I wanna know that a forty five yard field goal or a forty seven yard field goal is gonna be something that we're gonna get points off of. When we well, get Ralph, the red zone. Ralph go has ahead.
0: been commande he he's been commandeering. This, mm-hmm. The Saints should draft a kicker um, mm-hmm. routine, and Ryan, when we were hanging out in November, yeah. y- you were kind of ahead of the curve on this a little bit. Yeah,
4: I, I said the exact same thing. I said, let's lock down that position. Let's get to the point where, especially especially in all these games that we play, where we are in these offensive shootouts, All right, and Breeze gets the ball in these two-minute situations all the time, like he's been getting. Let's make him feel like he has to get to the opposing 30-yard line. You know what? Let's yeah. make him not feel and, like he's got to throw a 50-yard
3: yeah, ball to the seven. I don't
0: think
3: uh, – if they sign Scobie, they're not going to – I don't think they're going to draft a kicker.
0: Well, that was going to be my next question. Do you guys hmm. – you know, Aguayo, the, the kicker from Florida State, by all accounts, probably is there in the fifth round. Yeah. He's pretty. He was pretty automatic at, for Florida State in college.
4: Yeah. Now that
0: we – the Saints have signed Scobie – do you do you draft this kid in the fifth round?
4: I, I don't like kicker competitions. I think that it makes the confidence in the position go away. I want to see someone that we have confidence in the signing, and I want to see that person – Take the role of someone who's going to take that job and say, you know what, I got this. It's my job. I'm well, he, taking this.
3: Here's my thing with the kicker competition. I, I agree with Ryan. I don't like kicker competitions, but not for the reason that he said, Andrew. I don't like <laughs> kicker competitions because this. I have zero com-
0: wrong. <laughs> I have
3: zero confidence that the Saints would pick the right guy. Like, yeah. I feel like if Ryan and me were playing tennis, the Saints would look at me and go, the guy with one good leg. I like his <laughs> hustle and they would pick me like I just they're terrible at picking they they, they have shown the inability to pick the right kicker
4: yeah, well, that's that's very true, that's very true, but like you said, when we have this revolving situation where there's 11 different kickers, and every kicker doesn't really know at what point in time his job security might go down, you know, I, I want someone, you get like a Guskowski for Eng- New England and a Janikowski for Oakland for all those years, you know what, they're walking out there, it's their job, give me the ball, we're in situations where I'm going to make these kicks, you know, like... I remember watching uh, Goskowski nail that 54-yarder against against uh, the Giants, and I'm sitting there watching with Lauren. That was against the Giants, right, they Yeah. they came back and won yeah. it? And I'm yeah. watching that game, and I look at it, and I'm like, he's making this kick. I promise you he's making mm-hmm. this kick. I, I, he's going to make this kick. And then he nails it, you know, and, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, just one time, I want to have the confidence like that in a saints game where we're we're, we're about to kick a fifty plus yard field goal and and it, and it goes through because even though we beat the Giants in that game, i didn't think that kick was going through at the end i mean i was nerv i mean i think, I think I was as nervous as I've ever been watching and <laughs> thinking
0: we were going to lose yeah. a game forbath was feast or famine this year yeah. yeah
4: i mean
3: so I guess before we before we let you get out of here, ryan what like I and mean, we're not going to ask you to give a give a Saints prediction record cuz I'm sure we'll yeah. have you on before then but when the when the when the free agency and the draft is is done yeah pick me two positions that if the Saints don't do anything you'll be like yeah. okay that th- they didn't fill every hole but two positions you think they could slide by and not add anybody not fill
4: well, I you think can't we you did, can't say quarterback. No, you can't say yeah, quarterback. Okay. You can't say punter. Yeah, I was gonna say. Obviously, that's a pretty obvious one right there. Um, I felt like at the tight end position, um, where are we standing on Benjamin Watson right now? I haven't seen anything like that. Well, Is he well, officially? He, he's it's just, actually
0: the the three guys that that uh, were on the team are free agents. So Watson, Ho'o Manawanui, and Josh Hill. Yeah, are all free agents. So they could try to re-sign all three of them. Yeah. Or there, I guess there's a chance that that none of the three could come back.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's you know, obviously there's there's that chance. Um, I've felt like with our offensive scheme, you know, there's obviously been a talk about you know Benjamin Watson, how productive his season was. We were really worried about who was going to be able to fill that Jimmy Graham type role, and sure. you know. It it was actually one of the, the the points in this season where we can look at the tight end and go, well, shoot, we actually we got we got a really productive tight end. You know, I think that with the way our offense operates, if we get a capable tight end, it doesn't have to be Benjamin Watson. I think that we can operate with a with a, a tight end you know that we that we have. You know, I, I don't know who it's going to be, but if we don't re-sign Benjamin Watson or Josh Hill or one of those guys. I think that we will be solid at the mm-hmm. tight end position because of the way that our offense runs. So I, I would not be overly stressed if we don't fill that position. And then, you know, I, I don't know really on a defensive line standpoint, um, you know, besides Jason, Pierre, Paul, you know, who are the other big prospects that we could possibly get that would really be game changers? And if we don't get them, you know, is our defense going to be equipped to to really – you know, withstand someone who is we, we need guys that are gonna be sacking the quarterback and yeah, don't have the quarterback. Good Lord but, we do. But at at that point, you know, are we okay at linebacker position? You know, I I really don't know enough about what our strategy is going on the defensive side to be to be comfortable with any position not getting an ad there. <laughs> I, I think that we need a lot. Yeah.
0: yeah. So well it's it's tough going into this off season because we don't know exactly what Dennis Allen's plan is. I think a lot of times when you have a returning defensive coordinator, you know, the scheme is well in place and you know what the fit is, it's easy to kind of read between the lines and identify a player that makes sense and, and you know, think, yeah, they should go after this guy. But I think the added enigma of how is Dennis Allen gonna go about maybe changing some things schematically makes mm-hmm. it a little bit more challenging to identify the guys you want. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm
4: you know, I, I have I, I really have confidence in Dennis Allen. I mean, I, I think that he's going to be I think he's going to be good. I mean, I, I hope that I'm not well, it can't be worse. Words. Yeah, it can't be. True.
3: It can be as bad, but it cannot be worse.
4: That's very true. Very so, true.
3: So, Ryan, as always, thanks for joining us and go out and keep kicking ass for USA Tennis. We, we absolutely we, we we we, you know, people like me that are the casual fans. We got the women, we got we got Venus and Serena, and yeah. they kick ass in the women's But we need some men out there kicking ass and winning titles, because we're America and we're the best.
4: Uh, absolutely, Man. I am absolutely on board with that. I can promise you that I'm waking up, eating, sleeping, and breathing it. You know, every day there's a, a hell of a lot of work that's going in, and and you know what? Let's make it happen.
3: Right. Thanks, guy. Thanks for joining us.
4: Appreciate Thanks, it, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Talk Yo, to you all soon. Talk to you soon. All right, man.
3: All right. All right. Oh, Welcome back to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Now we got these three knuckleheads in. M- me and Dave went on a date tonight because Dave is in Houston. <laughs> Dave took me out to dinner. It was very, very romantic.
0: There was uh, candles. You, you know, Dave, I, I could have sworn that, we went that high the high guy we, we just interviewed, Ryan Harrison, was hanging out with you instead of Ralph because his on. Audio was very Dave-esque for a while. Yeah, it was. And
3: Kevin, are you in a
0: tunnel?
1: No, I'm. I'm driving a car. I'm. I'm driving. I'm uh,
0: you know, with with I'm the windows to... down, I assume.
1: Uh, no, they're all up. No,
0: they're
1: I... all up. That's better.
5: Now
0: they are. Yeah, <laughs> now, now, they... now you. Now
5: you
3: put them up. Now they are. All right, the Saints have. We have breaking news. The Saints have re-signed Kyle Wilson. That's one year whoa, one year deal whoa, he Super got
5: Bowl, here we come. He
3: got he got eighty thousand dollar bonus and oh, a baller.
1: and a Best
3: Buy gift card
0: to sign. <laughs> and an <the> olive Gordon pass <laughs> to Olive Gordon. Yeah. But yeah. he has to go with Dave. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so uh the Saints actually did make news. They signed Josh Scobie, uh and they re signed uh Kalamede.
0: Yeah. Uh and, Brown and Brandon Brown are still on the team, hey, Brandon Brown yeah. is still on the team,
3: so Unfortunately. um Kevin, the saints did not have any ridiculous rumors today, which upset me greatly. I need my saints' ridiculous rumors. Why are there no crazy saints rumors today and and are the saints going to do anything fun and
1: exciting this week in free agency? Kevin held today. yeah. Yeah, in the next twenty-four hours after the show ends, <laughs> like that's when that, that's when they'll get rid of Browner. That's when they'll, you know, I don't know that that's that's when that's when a rumor about bringing in some some shit. I I, I don't even have a good joke. Uh, Richie Incognito. I don't even have right, a joke. Right. I don't even have a joke. <laughs> it smells like nougat Yeah, like that like that's Yeah, that's really about it. I got nothing.
0: Cool story, bro. Yeah. Cool story, bro. Yeah, thanks Um
5: Yeah, you know what? I totally forgot that Brandon Browner um still in the team came out and said that he was released by the Saints or was you know, were he didn't actually say that, he just said, Thank you, New Orleans and all
0: that. Uh, Did you guys? Got, there, there was something on Twitter that like, he, he couldn't be released until until the beginning of of the new fiscal year or something. Uh, so, there was uh, something out there that like they had to wait to cut him till March ninth or I don't know. Uh,
3: he thanked yeah. the, he thanked New Orleans and then he got a fifteen yard penalty.
0: I'm I'm hoping the hammer <laughs> drops in the next forty eight hours. <laughs>
3: um. Uh, so Dave, are they gonna do? The, is, the, is the Breeze deal gonna get done?
5: Um, I I was hoping that uh, that we would hear something before free agency, just because. Um, and, and obviously, things could be going on behind the scenes that we don't even know about. Uh, um, but uh, I would like to hear something about a, a breeze restructure soon, because I would like them to be able to free up uh, money so they can play in free agency early on in free agency. Because obviously, uh, as, as free agency goes along, all the all the better. Free available free agents get signed, and you know after a week or two weeks, it's it's the
3: pickings are slimmer. It's the dollar bin.
0: Yeah, it's the exactly. dollar tree. It's, it's the bogo. <laughs> um, well, I, I kind of want like eight dollar bin guys this year. So Kevin, what's
3: more likely to happen? Drew Brees gives the Saints a hometown discount, or you find the love of your life before September. <laughs>
1: Uh, Breeze is giving the hometown discount.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man. Because, because let me tell you you something. The correct
1: answer was neither. Because let me tell you something. It is, it is a, it is is a dry, oh yeah, I, you know, I am Lawrence of Arabia at this point. I am drifting along the goddamn sand dunes.
0: You need to come to this Looking these trade for an shows, oasis, apparently. It's, looking, uh, it's it's Looking easy for an
1: oasis of vagina, thing. and I am not finding well, one.
0: Looking for oasis and people finding nothing get, but mirage.
1: People
3: get crazy at conventions.
0: Yeah, you got to come to this place. I
3: mean, show I plans. brought my I I mean my, you know, my wife. We my went to, We've been to Seattle the my last lad. 2 years for the Mascon show and I am telling you people they make out in the back of the Auditorium. I've seen it. I'm like, it's crazy shit. It's, cra- I mean, the people, because they just get nuts, man. They, you can hook up. You can take off the wedding ring. You can be, be a total degenerate if you prefer. I mean, that's what I think. That's half the, that's like 90 percent of the reason why people go to conventions.
0: Kevin, so, it so, sounds so, to me so, like you so, just so. need to go convention crashing.
1: Right. So are you yeah, saying I have just have need to get my sports? Conventions? Just get. No, there are no cool wrestling conventions in St. Louis. There are are no wrestling conventions. No, I wouldn't go to a wrestling convention in St. Louis uh, because I would know like 80% of the people at the convention, and
5: uh, there's not going to be one in St. Louis. Usually, conventions they revolve in different cities, and they give you a chance to
3: travel. Strange tang—that's what it's about. Yeah. People don't want to learn anything. Okay. So, yeah, but
1: so so what? So what you're saying is I should go to the convention center in St. Louis next time they've got something like the Boat Show or whatever. Absolutely. Wear a sport coat. Wear yes. a sport coat and get a lanyard. Yes, yes. you got to have a lanyard,
3: and you got on the lanyard. It's got to say presenter, or MC, or something important.
1: Okay.
5: Or you have to fake a British accent.
0: You're, you're, well, you're well walking, you got that. You can fake uh, oh, the. Oh, I mean,
1: come on. Yeah, yes, Sir Kevin.
0: Yes, Sir Kevin. Kevin.
3: Yeah, man, come on. There's no reason for you to have a dry spell. You are young and single,
1: my friend. You should be... I'm, 30, I'm 35, rapidly approaching 36. I don't know about the young part. You're In, in young 30, down 30, down in 30 seconds of theorizing
0: on this podcast, we've already gotten you laid. I'm 40 in two days, Kevin. Don't tell me about
3: 35.
0: So... uh so, so Andrew, but, well, hold on. I'm gonna say one thing about Breeze real quick. And I said this. I actually um, was a guest on the the other podcast, the Saints Nation podcast, last night. And I started down this road, so I'm gonna repeat myself again for some people that you, listen are, to both.
1: Yeah. Are you gonna pick up that card you just dropped? Yeah. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That was
0: the that B was card. That was actually not. Well, I am. Well, you know. Um, so what I said on that podcast. Um, and what I still believe is true is, um, you know, it's great that the Saints have more space going into this free agency period than they've really had in the last three years. Um, and, and, you know, amidst the Junior Gullett financial situation and all that, they still have money to play with, which is a nice thing. But a lot of teams have a lot of money to play with. In fact, there are some teams that have to spend $50 million in this free agency period just to meet the minimum threshold. So there's going to be a lot of money tossed around, and the fact that the Saints have 10000000 million doesn't necessarily mean they can compete for some of these players. And the worst part about not having cap is that instead of being able to get away with these one-year deals where you pay guys a little bit more, but you only sign them for a year, and if they break down, you're not on the hook in the future, you got to give guys like a Brandon Browner three years, four years, because you can't afford to take that one-year hit which means you push the stuff off, you get the guy, but if he's garbage in year one, you're, you're fucked. saddled with this awful contract. And so and, and, and it, the story repeats itself. So how do the Saints get out of this hole? In my opinion, if, if Drew Brees is serious about winning and the Saints are serious about making an impact on this roster significant enough to be able to compete mm. this coming season, that deal is has to get done in the next 72 hours. And I I can't say that more emphatically. If they don't have the space that a new Drew Brees deal would generate for them before free agency starts, coming in these next 48 hours then this roster will suffer from I'm going to be
5: coming in the next 48 hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave the, watching SpectraVision in the hotel. <laughs> and, 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 and plainly said, I don't think the Saints will be able to compete unless that gets done.
3: Well, here's the thing. I think the $10 million in cap room that they have now, or $11 million, is nice. But I feel like I read... It's the, nice.
0: All these teams have cap
3: room, man. <laughs> it's going to be inflation. Like, Jacksonville's got $55 million in cap room. Yep. If they want to go, if if it's between the the Jaguars and the Saints, and the Saints are offering six, jag the Jaguars can go screw it. We, we'll give you ten on a one year deal because we gotta pay somebody, you know. So, um, but uh, Kevin, I read a rumor that the Saints are thinking of trading up today, and I nearly had a I had a feigning. I, I needed a feigning couch.
1: Um, no, no. Trading up for Miles no, Jack. No. And no, I, I, I don't care. I don't care who that. I don't care who it is. I don't. No, no, G- nope. Jesus nope, Christ.
3: J J. Yeah,
1: pretty much. I don't care if it's Pope Francis and nobody's <laughs> gonna tackle him. No, nope. <laughs> ain't doing it. You you guys agree not with me on Breeze? trading up? Yeah. No, no
3: trading I, up. Totally, I totally agree. I just uh, Andrew. I just don't think Drew Drew Brees is not a take a discount guy. He's with the union. It's he's he's not happening. I don't.
0: So think you so you think he's playing this year on a one no I think he's gonna, I think deal. he's
3: I think he's gonna get like forty five million guaranteed from the Saints and they're gonna push it off and they're gonna create twenty million dollars of cap room. But if so you they, think
0: Loomis will cave?
3: Yeah, Loomis will cave.
0: Yeah,
3: Loomis will cave. And the, the thing no, is, I mean, like yeah, it'll work. It it. It, it it could work. Like the contract will be. So the, the, Whatever deal they sign with Breeze, Andrew, this is my prediction. For it to be worthwhile and for it to not cripple the Saints, they'll have to get two good years, two more good years out of Breeze. Like, they mm-hmm. have to get 2016 and 2017. And then when 2018 comes around, if he's bad then, then in 2019 they can cut him and they'll be okay. But the deal that they sign with him, he better frickin' be good for two more years. Because it's going to mm-hmm. be like... It's gonna be like four years, eighty-six million, forty-five guaranteed. That sounded about. You think it's
0: gonna be that much? Yeah.
3: You,
0: you think? Holy what moly. was the
3: Flacco deal? The Flacco deal was
0: three. He's now the state player in the league.
5: Three
3: years, sixty-six. dollars Three years, sixty-six million with forty-two guaranteed.
0: Oof. Bertel.
3: I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. Thanks a lot, Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, I just don't
3: see Br- Breeze Is he's with the players? You know, I just—he's not a take less kind of guy. And I'm—and I'm—I say that with no judge. I mean, he can do what he wants. I—I I, I don't take less in my job, so I don't. You know, he doesn't have to. I just—I just think he's not going to take less, and Loomis is going to cave. Does it, Dave or Kevin, do you think I'm wrong? As I drink this Jack Daniel's honey, that's delicious.
0: Ah. Uh... I'm actually drinking leftover champagne from uh, my anniversary celebration with Miles. <laughs> I'm drinking St. Arnold IPA. Uh
1: um, I will be drinking uh, defiance whiskey when I get home. Is that good? It's okay. It's 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 strange because I had been drinking uh Bullet Rye and the Bullet Rye had like a little bit of like a bite to it and this doesn't have so much of a bite. It's just it's just That's weird. What like Marv Albert said. <laughs> I just, 90s reference, top, topical humor. Yes, um, in the foul. <laughs> yes, I mm. so just it, it, It's like, like I'm te- I'm terrible at uh at describing with the uh drinking.
5: <laughs> So.
3: I'm not. I'm drinking Jack Daniel's honey, which is makes me not a total bourbon snob. I like the Jack Daniel's honey because it has no bite at all. Because where where, where it should has should have bite, it has the nice honey finish.
5: So Bark says
0: bite. <laughs> That's what Buddy D said. Yeah. Um.
3: So I mean, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Whoa. What team? And you don't even have to give me a prediction of a play or anything. What team do we think is going to do something really, really stupid in free agency
0: to start? The Saints. No, no, no the Saints. The Dolphins. The, the, the,
3: the Dolphins are. They they traded for Maxwell and Kiko Alonso today.
0: Yeah, which, and Maxwell was god awful last year. Yeah.
3: The Dolphins they always make the wrong decision.
0: And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Dolphins and the Browns. I hope
3: Atlanta makes it The Browns
0: are already unloading Manziel and drafting another quarterback. (laughs) I think Atlanta's
3: going to make a bad decision. I think Atlanta's going to pay a pass rusher, and it's going to be the wrong pass rusher. It'll be like Mario Williams, and they'll pay him like 12 million a year. Or they'll get Ayers, who had one good year. I think Atlanta's going to make a really, really bad decision. So... Uh, Kevin, have you have you done your bet
1: yet? Have you paid off your chop bet? Yet? I mean, I've been chopped. I got chopped by this but by, by, by the this goddamn British guy. The problem is, I'm trying. I'm waiting for this video to show up so I can actually like post it somewhere.
0: Wait, is this the same British guy that Dave's been hanging out with tonight? <laughs> no, 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 no no, so. no, no, different, different <laughs> British guy.
5: My British guy is cool. Uh,
0: oh
3: lord! All right, so. Before we get to the questions, people, you need to donate. We need to raise money uh, for free agency and before the draft so we can pay our bills. So donate a dollar, and you can rant like Andrew did last week, which people, by the way, loved the rant. They loved it. Uh, I was tempted to rant. Did I r- yeah, donate? I, to, I was, I was a little print. embarrassed. But that got good feedback. It get good good feedback. I need to make when I get upset on Twitter, I need to leave a voicemail for Andrew because I get people people yell at me at Twitter and I argue with them and I get mad. I need to leave Andrew a voicemail. Um, so let's get to the questions. We have some fun ones. This is from Dylan Kevin. If I told you the Saints could have one Dylan, of Federico? the yeah,
0: if I could have Frederico. Kevin Kevin, Suave. Yeah, if Slave. I.
3: Kevin, if I told you the Saints could have one of these three on Wednesday, who would you pick? Sanu from the Bengals, the wide receiver. Richie, Richie Incognito,
0: Ugh. or
3: or no. Tamba Tom, Ali.
0: Who do you want? Oh,
1: I'm think. Oh God, I'm thinking Tamba Ali.
0: That's what I would say. If,
3: uh,
0: good answer, Kevin.
3: I'm gonna say if I'm gonna say Richie Incognito.
0: No, and I'm gonna tell you why.
3: No! I'm gonna tell you why. He was a knucklehead for the Dolphins because the Dolphins he is, he is but he was a knucklehead for the Dolphins because the Dolphins had no leadership in that locker room. Breeze,
1: He's a knucklehead with the Rams.
3: But the, but the Saints have Breeze and Streif and Unger he will and Unger. A, He, he was be a. Knucklehead.
0: Yeah, how, how did those guys handle Junior Gillette?
3: Uh But they weren't on offense
1: though. He d- did the same locker room. He will f- be a knucklehead. The, I'm telling you. What about the jokes, Kevin? Think of the, joke. just, Think of the joke. Think of the joke. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
3: Come on, Kevin.
1: Think of the I don't give a shit. Oh. I don't know. If I, want, I thought if we want, got close, close to helium, be, Kevin, there. Yeah, we did. If you want to be a I don't even have yeah, a joke. Yeah, if you, listen, if you want to be a goofball and, and have jokes... That's what we do. That's what i like. be super. Be super productive, or 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 just be. You know, Jesus Christ, man. No, no Richie Incognito. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) You don't want that Larry Holder column when he saves it up for
3: a rainy day and it's like Richie Incognito took a dump in the middle of a locker room. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. Can we get Richie
5: Incognito and Martin? Back
0: together again. Bring
3: them back together. Uh, this is from Eric Brignac. Dave. Here's,
0: here's my question. Who is li- Who is Lions Yellen going to have a feud with this year with Brandon Brown or potentially gone? That's a good Who's question. Gonna be his new... Done. See?
3: It's perfect. <laughs> Boom. It's perfect. Uh, Eric Brignac, Dave, he asked Will the Saints re up on. You're not that correctly. Yes. Yeah. So the Saints—that re- <laughs> just goes without saying. Uh, the Saints will they re-up Armstead early and save us a franchise tag showdown for once? Uh,
5: if there's one thing we've learned, it's that the Saints never do anything early to <laughs> save themselves some money, unless they uh, sign
3: Junior Gillette.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's no, not like... true. Cam Jordan, Thomas mm-hmm. Morestead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how,
5: how did they handle Drew Brees, their most important player in franchise mm. history, in the entire history? Of yeah, the but entire what about you? Oh, yeah, right. In forty-five fucking years, how did they treat Drew Brees? They fucking let him They let him wait it out. Um, so, uh, so, so seriously, uh, no, I don't think they'll do it early. I think they'll fucking. Why?
0: Why did the Ravens and Patriots have such an easier time with Brady and Flacco than the Saints do with, with Brees and contracts?
3: Because Bray's, Brady has a wife that's worth four hundred million. Nice and, and
5: uh,
0: I, I think the Ravens ridiculous, just cave. The, the Ravens hear, just I hear, cave. I hear
3: Flacco. people.
5: I hear people say that all the time about how, you know, because Brady has always been willing to take that hometown discount. Brady has always been willing to not max out his potential value, so that it leaves money for the Patriots to sign other t- other players and allows them to be competitive. Um, and obviously that's something we would like to see Breeze do and if Breeze is really serious about winning a su- another Super Bowl and another championship uh, he would he would do something similar the to Patriots Brady
3: Patriots are also good at spending their money and managing in their team I understand that team.
5: but I, I keep hearing people say how 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 it's because Tom Brady is married to Giselle and she makes uh, you, you know even more money than he does it's just to, to me that's like that's like so crazy like there's no to me there's no difference between of having forty million dollars and having a hundred million dollars, it's all the same. You have a billion dollars, and if you're not a fucking more, I mean, look, look at the interview we right. did. With did Mike you ever Carney hear today. Patrick
0: Ewing?
3: I've
5: heard of during, Patrick during Ewing. labor
0: disputes, Patrick Ewing said, uh, "Yeah, we, we might make, make we might make millions, but we, we spend millions. We too. spend
3: millions too, man. Them strippers, exactly. them That's strippers don't topic. pay for
5: themselves. I mean, look at look. We did an interview today with Mike Carney, who's been out of the league now for a while." I mean, he was certainly not making gobs and gobs of money. He wasn't making Drew Brees money. He wasn't making Tom Petty money. But he's fine. Uh, he's going mean, to be set for life if well, you just are not a f- Dave, fucking Dave moron Dave. with Dave. your money. If you just, if you don't fucking just piss your money away, if you don't buy the goddamn fucking ridiculous cars, the ridiculous houses, the ridiculous strippers, whatever the fuck you're doing with your money. If you gave if you gave me just just $2 million... I could invest it, and don't, I could. live Jonathan off of not interest. Sullivan.
3: Don't what? Don't, don't
5: Jonathan Sullivan? Don't there there are so many uh, examples of of terrible mismanagement of money. Well, but here's I, Hey, I, hey even Dave, with, your audio even with just is awesome. with just two million dollars, you could invest it wisely, um, and the interest would be fine. So it, it's just it's just fucking ridiculous that people make this argument that because Tom Brady's wife also makes right. an equal amount of. His, his wife, just because his wife makes an equal amount of money, that he's willing to take a home tennis. That's bullshit. But Drew, I don't Brees think... is, or, Drew Brees has already made enough money for his kids and his grandkids and his great-grandchildren and his great-great-great-great-grandchildren to be set for life and to be totally fine as long as it's not mishandled. So
0: Those for, Jimmy so, John stipends, though.
3: Man, but the thing is, like, I don't, like... So it's
5: fucking ridiculous that Breeze wouldn't
3: take but I mean, I it's, don't, it's, would. just, it's just because of Brady's wife. It's just, no, I just think, like, it's. I can't ask... He wants... If he wants the max money, he wants it. I, I can't... I'm I, not I, saying that he doesn't...
5: I, I'm not saying he doesn't des- deserve it. it. Honestly, as much as I love Drew Breeze, as much as I love Drew Breeze, it it, it, it calls into question where his his... His loyalty truly lies. If Again, if he really wants to win another championship, if he really wants the Saints to be a competitive team, he will allow this. the Saints, he will allow the organization to have as much free money as possible to sign other players and to build – a quality team around him. If he, he doesn't want to go out on that field 16 weeks a year and get his ass kicked, does not Does he? He wants a good offensive line. Well, to have a good offensive line, to hire, to, to, to sign the guards that he needs to protect the inside pocket, uh, it's going to take money. And, and the Saints aren't going to have money if he fucking tries to bleed every goddamn drop he can out of the Saints. <laughs> I have a problem with that. I have a fucking big problem with that.
3: Well, it's going to happen. I'm, not,
5: I'm not saying that's the case <laughs> I, 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 I don't think know. We've got I'm, not involved, I'm not involved in these talks, so I don't know. I'm not saying that that's actually what
0: happened. <laughs> Dave, have you he considered doing every podcast? Dave, <laughs> have you considered doing every podcast from a Houston hotel room? Yes.
3: <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, we've are already, you hearing
0: me loud and clear? Yeah, yeah. Andrew, we've
3: already, we're already hitting you know our. We're already starting to reach our 2016 goal, Andrew, of getting Dave angry. Because it makes for a better show.
5: I told I told Ralph I told Ralph today at dinner like I'm I'm the older I get with the two kids and and I, I've become a much more patient man so unfortunately that may be hurting my podcast
0: game. Yeah, so we got another question from Skooks. Well, it sounds like you just need to drink
3: more. Yeah, you just need to drink more. Right,
0: yeah. You don't think I drink is- every week? So, no, well, you, you drank tonight. I'm just saying. Maybe you should start drinking know. before a podcast. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's what
5: I'm saying. Maybe
0: When we're doing podcasts on Monday, I'm drinking.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you need to take Ralph on more dates. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh,
0: so that, that would that'd be enough to make uh, anyone. We got angry. a
3: question from from Skooks, who's like a minor celebrity. Uh I don't know if Saints Podcast, is, is, podcast Saints is taking questions tonight, but we have to hear Saints Forecast sing, sing Sinatra Necrophiliac song at some point. Well, well, Skooks, if somebody will make a one-time donation of 5 to $20, I'll sing it next week. That's all right. <laughs> a, a one-time <laughs> to, Skooks, donation. <laughs> a one-time donation, 5 to $20. Y- your choice. I'll sing it. And oh, by the way... uh they have like four people that are clamoring for me and Held and Skooks to do a political podcast, and we'll just post it on the Saints. We'll just post it on the the, the website for this podcast. And Kevin, I think we ought to do it next week, this week, this Thursday after the last Republican debate. I'll just get shit faced. We'll do it on Blog Talk Radio live.
1: Uh, okay. I I'm gonna be. Well, here's the thing. I'll be at work, so <laughs> like I don't know. Like how much I'll be able to contribute because don't get me wrong, I would love nothing more than to just like yell and bicker, but I need to be able to drink a little bit and just you know to loosen uh, my tongue, we'll, as it
3: were. Maybe we'll do it Friday night. The party
1: of Lincoln is now dong jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, dong jokes and third grade insults. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, so this is from Sir Gumbo. Uh, the four- wig party forever. Wig party forever. So, Andrew, this is from Sir Gumbo. The four of you are stranded on an island. There is one bowl of Olive Garden pasta, no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> who gets to eat and who dies?
1: Oh, man, that's fantastic. I think Dave dies because he's going to refuse me. I'll fucking eat it. <laughs> I won't care. Yeah, I, think I won't Dave care because, because it's because like, wait, he, I don't he, have to cook he, it?
0: He'll turn his nose up at it.
1: Right. Look, and then by no, the time he I'm, realizes that he should eat, we'll have already eaten it. Or I've already eaten the whole damn thing and
0: and let's be honest uh Ralph, Ralph's one functioning hand is't getting his
3: no dude i'm am scavenging, process. I'm scavenging for tree bark,
0: yeah, so it comes <laughs> down to me and Kevin, and I, I think at this point Kevin's been doing wrestling long enough that he probably breaks me in half all right I, i'm no i'm no I'm no wait, 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 wait I'm no olive garden expert
5: here, but I would have to think that the pasta itself without the sauce is probably okay i mean it's it's pretty hard to fuck up just pasta i i think we're well, Garden well you tell lacking, us
1: you're
0: the one that's been there no okay, but you're the
1: olive garden guy
5: i just prefaced this whole thing by saying i am not an olive garden expert uh i would imagine it's the sauce, I well, please i would imagine it's the sauce that they're fucking up so 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 pasta with no sauce from olive garden should should probably be pretty safe i, I would think
1: yeah, could be I mean, we talk, how, What are we talking, al dente?
5: Mm. <laughs> you know what? Now, that's true. Now, now cooking it properly is... is you're right. You know what? I take everything back. Just,
1: uh, yes, yes. <laughs> hey, look at that. Look
5: yes. at that. You could overcook <laughs> it or undercook it. My it, guess is that Olive
3: Garden would probably overcook it. It is the off-season. Uh, so, <sighs> Sir Gumbo, at, Sir Gumbo, this is another I'm question. i al dente. This is a question Sir Gumbo asked, another one. Uh, is... With the depth for de- on on defense, is this the year to trade down in the
1: draft? Come on, do you listen to this podcast every year? <laughs> is the- every year, trade down. On the if it were up to seriously, if it were up to me, if listen, if you tell me like, and let's just pick an art, let's pick a year like far in the future, so I don't have to think about you know have it, how this would affect Drew Brees and all that. Let's say like in the year twenty twenty four. In the year two thousand twenty-four, um, like if you came to me and were like, "All right, Kevin, the Saints will have zero picks in the twenty twenty-four draft." In why exchange, would they have that? why would that? Uh, I listen to me. Just he's to, getting just, there. Just listen. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting there. It's it's sorry. beginning, middle, end. I've just told you the beginning. Bro, just found out so they have got to destroy the ring. Oh, you pipe down, you. (laughs) Uh, McDonald's drive-thru speaker. Uh Continue out. Anywho's, you tell me in the year 2024 we have no draft picks, but in the years 2025, 2026, and 2027, we have 12, we have 14 draft picks in each of those fuck... Yeah, in each of them years, I'm going to be like, Whoa! Yeah, I'll sign off on that deal. I want all the draft picks. All of them. Give me all the draft pick. I want as many draft picks as possible. I'm
3: trade is, down. Is there is there, is there a is, Kevin is, is there a trade down scenario that you wouldn't no be in favor of?
1: I mean, it, unless it was something like so ridiculous, like, hey, give me your first and I'll give you like four sevens, <laughs> you know, something like, I mean, again, that's like, as long but as it's Kevin not that might, ridiculous. But Kevin might still take that.
5: Could be four Marcus Goldsons.
1: Yeah. Huh. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, all right. God! Oh, damn it. Now nice they've done it.
3: Blown.
5: Now I got, now
1: I got to think about it.
3: Chris Chris Long's first visit is gonna to be to the Redskins, Andrew. You know what that yeah, means. I saw that. You know what that means. Hey, he's
1: gonna meet Junior Gallette. They're gonna go
3: belt fighting. That no, it means three years fifty million is what it means, with probably like fifteen <laughs> million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um so it's
0: close to home too.
3: Yeah, it is. It's he's not getting out of there he's signing. Um no. So that's pretty much all the questions we have. Uh, Kevin, can you give us a 25 second update on your dating situation?
5: 25 seconds.
1: I don't need 25 seconds. I did it in. Le- I can do it in three. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. over. I mean, listen. There's nothing like OK Cupid. It's basically the island of misfit toys, and and me, and like I'm trying to like you know, like. You, I'll, I'll get matched what about with somebody. Bumble? I'll be like, "Hey, Bumble. what's up?" Like, say, you know, same thing with Bumble. Bumble is Bumble's a little bit harder. Bumble be But it's, <laughs> but it's like, even, but it's like, even when I get matched up, it's like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> oh, hey, and then that's like fucking it. And well, like, okay,
5: your do your you,
3: picture.
1: Kevin? I'm gonna give you a date. So, I'm
2: gonna
3: give you. I'm, I'm gonna g- up, because they see my pictures, Dave. Dave, Kevin, I'm gonna give you a tip, Doctor Kevin Held. <laughs>
4: <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just what saying what is cancer alley, is
5: cancer alley single is she single like we gotta, no we, we can't he eaten. cannot
3: he cannot ruin our number one superfan yeah and it's totally off true. limits
4: you don't shit what you eat
3: that's right but i'm just saying doc, <laughs> no, but i don't eat yeah but doctor I don't do, but kevin <laughs> doctor kevin hell <laughs> and when they ask you you're a doctor just say you're a psychiatrist and boom done rusty boom done Read a couple of how-to Wikipedia articles, drop a Sigmund Freud reference, and you're, and you're golden. You know? You get, you get women flocking to you.
1: You know? You're young. You can lie. So, I, got, I can go get me a tweed jacket with the, <laughs> uh, with the leather elbows. Exactly. Look, but,
0: look if, if Ralph has a pretty wife, you got a chance, man. Ex-
1: I'm saying it. I mean,
3: Kevin... I got I'm crippled for god's sakes. I got I got a, I got a rod in my leg and I got a I got a, I got a crippled mini arm on the left side.
5: He's got the handicap. I saw him today. He's got a handicap I got parking. A, I got the
3: handicap parking spot. And listen, I but got he a, I, I got, I got a he I got a with his bad hand. I got a 13 out of 10, 15 out of 10 for a wife. If it can happen for me, Kevin, it can happen for you.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, but here's the thing though. I think you used up all the good karma uh <laughs> the, for, the, for for all of us. Yeah, like I did. that's the thing. Yeah, I could see yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh
3: that about wraps up this show. Uh, so
0: go,
5: go to
3: Saints Nation. Andrew's got mock drafts. He's got uh top 10 Saints uh free agent targets. Dave's got a new writer turning out Articles out the wazoo. We got a
5: couple of new guys that have been doing well. Yeah, been, yeah, very
0: happy. I like I like that Carney interview today. Well done. Yeah, thank Kevin you.
3: Thank and you. me are on Twitter talking about politics and losing followers by the dozen.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> thanks to uh, thanks to Ryan Harrison again yeah, for coming on and congratulations to him and Lauren McHale on their engagement.
3: Exactly. So right. uh, until next week, the bar is closed.
1: Call me Ali.